You're listening to Made for IoT, a podcast celebrating the leaders, innovators, and disruptors of the Internet of Things, from hardware to connectivity to cloud. For more insights, make sure you visit Anamondo.com. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, to this uh, webinar um, together with uh, Martin from Nordic um, Semiconductor. Uh, we'll be um, we'll be diving a little bit in today uh, on the low power IoT use cases and uh, and some of the uh, innovations that uh, that Onomondo and Nordic Semiconductor have done together on this front uh, recently, and um, and also see a a bit of a um, a test on uh, on just the on, on just the progress that we've been making. So that should be really exciting. Um, I will uh, I'll just tee up. Um, this presentation here, yeah. Um, so yeah, today, uh, as said, we'll uh, we'll dive into some of the, uh, especially on the power saving side of um, of uh, the combination of Nordic semiconductors uh, NRF ninety one series and SoftSim from Automondo. Um And uh, together with uh, Martin, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, try and guide us through the the first part a little bit, and then uh, Martin will uh, will dive in on. Um, on some really cool material from uh, from Nordic, uh, Martin. Maybe if you if you'd like uh, to uh, to just introduce yourself briefly, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Uh, my name is Martin Lesson. I'm a technical marketing manager uh, for Seller IoT, and I work at Nordic Semiconductor. And we are have our main headquarters in Trondheim. And now it's winter time and quite cold here, so I'm excited <laughs> to get started about this uh, webinar. Thank you. <laughs> Good, yeah. I feel like we've uh, we've got a bit of a uh, of uh, of wind from the north recently. Uh, so we're based in Copenhagen. My name is Michael. Uh, I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, of Onomondo. Um, and and just as a as a, maybe a preamble here. So uh, so Onomondo, uh, we are a uh, sort of a networking and technology stack for IoT. Uh, we are a um, a, a cellular network uh, globally, and then we also operate uh, sort of across the stack into a bunch of software uh, that we think is uh, is necessary for driving really optimal use cases for IoT. One of them uh, we'll go through today, so uh, that should be really good. Um, cool. So we got four items uh, on the agenda today. Um, I'll just briefly uh, maybe just introduce a little bit into uh, SoftSim, what we uh, what we've done here, uh, what we've uh, uh, set out to um, to achieve with this. Um, then uh, some of the benefits, obviously, uh, especially maybe uh, connecting the dots over into uh, to Martin segment, which is going to go into the uh, power consumption test, which is the, um, the, the sort of the main headline of today. Uh, really trying to reap the benefits of these. Uh, this uh, sim and uh, and uh, and module uh, coming together uh, in a really cool way. So um, so that's the that's the meat of today. And then of course we have a little bit of a slot uh, at the end for for Q and A. If there's any questions along the way, uh, please feel free to uh, to write them as we go in the uh, in the chat. Um, maybe we can address some of them on the way. But otherwise, we have a a, a good slot at the end for that. Um, and any questions that we might not get around to uh, will be answered uh, uh, afterwards. Uh, you will be uh, you will be contacted with uh, with proper answers for those. So please go ahead and uh, just and ask away. Um, cool. So without further ado, uh, what is SoftSim? Maybe we should start there. So um, SoftSim uh, is is really a uh, as the name suggests, a software version of a sim. So, uh, so the sim, of course, is um, is a uh, you can say a a connection to 
um, the um, the network. It's what connects the hardware uh, to being able to uh, to uh, to connect uh, to a network. Um, and it's been around for for ages, you can say. Um, the, um, the 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 what we set out to achieve here was really understand uh, better how we could optimize uh, the sim itself. Uh, nobody wakes up and 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 you know uh, thinks of a sim in the morning, but uh, everybody uh, probably thinks more about what it's supposed to achieve. Um, and so the, the 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 mission here was really to how to how can we optimize uh, what the sim is representing uh, as a as a cost to this uh, device and and to the solution as a whole without uh, losing any of the benefits. And so some of these benefits, of course, go into cost savings. If you remove hardware, uh, typically it becomes uh, a cost optimizer too. Uh, there's the whole um, forecasting and deployment and provisioning aspect of things where we can virtualize some of these things. Then there's the power savings, which uh, Martin will dive uh, deeper into in a minute, but which is a huge uh, benefactor from this as we remove a lot of overhead around the, the SIM itself. Um, and then maybe translating into smaller devices or longer lifetimes or, or sort of those sort of things. And, and we wanted to attack that from a software angle and then really uh, uh, use some of the, um, the aspects that are already present on, uh, on devices today. And uh, we'll, we'll surely get to that in a minute. Um, and maybe just to set the landscape here, what is a SIM really? So SIM cards and SIM chips have been around forever, you can say. Um, they really consist of a, a separate little virtual machine, a little, a little computer in itself, uh, consisting of hardware, the chip, um, the SIM card, you can say, uh, in, in, uh, and the chip on those. Um, and then there's the sort of uh, uh, over overhead uh, uh, of software uh, supporting that. So the operating system, the file system, and so on. Uh, and then you have the SIM application itself. And what we set out to do is really reap the benefits of this processing power and, uh, and, and, uh, and secure space that already sits on, uh, on modern hardware um, and, uh, and simply uh, separate out the SIM application and put that in a safe place on the hardware that was already there uh, to reap those benefits of removing that overhead. And essentially, that is what it is. It's a SIM without the hardware. So it's a software SIM. Um, and if you look at sort of a, a little bit of a, of a history uh, lesson, not too much, hopefully, but just over the evolution of the SIM itself, um, uh, this is sort of the miniaturization journey, you can say, of where things have gone. Starting, uh, of course, uh, way back in the day with the 1FF, 2FF, etc., um, then translating in, in sort of the IoT age into MFF2s, uh, MFF2XS uh, chips, uh, which are, are slightly smaller, and then even smaller iSIM. Um, some of these, uh, most of these are modem agnostic. Um, iSIM uh, is, is uh, you can say, typically uh, the, the one that will uh, come, uh, come closest to being a integrated uh, uh, SIM, but it's still a dedicated hardware piece that sits on the modem, and so it becomes uh, modem dependent on the on the integration of this hardware. Right? Um, Soft SIM is trying to bridge the gap there, so so it it is a uh, modem agnostic uh, piece of software uh, that lives on the device without having any kind of pre uh, or dependent on hardware of any kind, and so it becomes a, a modem agnostic solution as well, uh, but purely virtualized. Um, we're we're uh, deploying here and, and uh, demonstrating today with Nordic Semiconductor, of course, because 
uh, Nordic Semiconductors are sort of our first uh, commercial um, uh, partnership that we have live uh, with the SoftSim. And also because Nordic has this historic uh, big focus as well on power savings, which makes this uh, partnership really uh, really shine and these benefits really come to uh, to full full potential um, but going forward uh, if uh, if you're uh, using a different module or, or have a sort of a scattered uh, landscape of different devices um, please follow along and we'll, we'll also uh, sort of uh, propagate into other parts of uh, of the ecosystem um, in uh, in the months to come from a benefit perspective, uh, you can say there's there's um, quite a few. Uh, there's of course the um, the savings of reducing the sim overhead costs. Uh, it goes without saying that you virtualize these things as you miniaturize them, you you minimize dependency. Uh, that also translates into uh, dependency of of other aspects of the device itself. As we minimize the power budget, uh, that can translate into uh, smaller batteries, less power needed for the same lifetime or a longer lifetime of the asset and increasing the value of that same asset. Um, there's, um, there's a ton of, uh, of, of possibilities around uh, making a more agile solution with uh, both in, in terms of production and also uh, over the air, over time, uh, if, if something needs updating, uh, uh, this solution is, is, uh, is pre-prepped for, uh, for, for, supporting, uh, for supporting those things as well over the air. Um, and then, you know, of course, there's the uh, reduced footprint of also both limiting uh, the hurdles of, uh, of shipping uh, uh, SIM chips or cards around and, and making those things uh, uh, go into your product itself, but also the, uh, the footprint around that, of course, uh, that sits in there. Um, but I, uh, I will, uh, I'll maybe uh, save the uh, power saving uh, uh, wow for, for Martin here, uh, as that is uh, today's main topic. So the combined savings here uh, is, uh, is really um, a, um, a story of, uh, of, of, of much beauty, you can say, in, in, in a way that uh, these two focus areas of uh, Nordic uh, from the hardware side and Onomondo from the soft sim side, um, both doing a lot of work uh, separately and now together on saving uh, power uh, uh, for devices, making them more efficient, uh, smaller, uh, more agile, and more stable over a long period of time, uh, which is really where a lot of IoT solutions um, uh, could uh, could benefit. I think. Um, so I, I think just uh, just to uh, to some headlines going in and, and queuing up for for Martin here. Um, so the NRF91 series and SoftSim combination is commercially available today. Um, we think this is probably the ultimate low-power IoT setup uh, that you can uh, you can come across. Uh, Martin will demonstrate in a minute, um, but really also simplifying uh, both uh, hardware design, device design, uh, and and of course uh, addressing some hardware costs on uh, on separate modules and, and so on. Um, but uh, but then today also uh, um, we have uh, we have the the, the pleasure of uh, of sort of uh, revealing a power test we did with uh, with fifteen um, uh, major sim providers and combinations of uh, of network providers as well. Um, so without further ado, Martin, will you uh, will you take over? Oh, sorry, I'll let you uh, tee into that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Michael. Uh, so. First off, I want to just uh, touch upon what uh, Nordic Semiconductor do and uh, what we actually make. So we are a fabless semiconductor company. 
we design a low power wireless solution, uh, basically uh, small microcontrollers with radios, and we uh, focus on the low power aspect. Uh, we are uh, we have uh, solutions for Bluetooth Low Energy, Thread, Zigbee, Matter, Wi-Fi, and of course Cellular with the LTM and NBRT. So uh, we don't only provide the hardware, we also provide uh, free tools and software uh, SDKs for our customers so they can develop their applications on, on the devices. And our headquarters are in uh, Trondheim. So what uh, kind of differentiates our seller solution compared to other seller, seller solutions on the market? So on the left-hand side, you can see an example of a traditional seller modem. Uh, which typically uses a chipset from another vendor uh, in the most cases where they put their own kind of closed firmware on top of that and sell that as a modem and uh, users interact with that modem using 80 commands so you would need an external host to actually drive this communication so then you would need an external host uh, microcontroller from uh, maybe another supplier and if you need to store credentials or uh, some uh, important keys, uh, you would need a secure element, uh, maybe a, a, uh, another hardware on your design. And to power all these different uh, chips on your device, you would use a power management IC. So then there you have another, another device that you need in your design. So what we did uh, with the 9160 and the upcoming 9161 coming next year was basically putting everything in one device. And what's special with our device is that uh, we have created our own chipset. It's entirely made by Nordic Semiconductor, and we provide an open application processor. So this is a M33 ARM Cortex processor, which also uh, have ARM Trust Zone, which means you can have a, a non-secure st storage and a secure storage. And that's where the soft sim is actually running in the soft, uh, in the secure uh, area of the application processor. And you also have one megabyte of flash, 256K of RAM in the application processor for the user to, to, to actually run their applications. So uh, that means you can have one device to do everything uh, for the user. And we also include uh, our own power management IC on the devices itself and also the RF frontend. And this means we can actually uh, optimize for power consumption uh, uh, from, uh, from the back up because we have built everything from the ground up to be low power consumption. And, of, uh, and we also provide uh, new uh, updates on the modem firmware and also on the SDK to improve this with new features and also uh, nice optimized uh, uh, algorithms to, to help on power consumption. So comparing to other vendors, uh, we have uh, the total, uh, the lo lowest power consumption of a total uh, cellular IT device on the market. So that's uh, one of the benefits uh, by uh, uh, with our device. But we don't stop there. We don't only provide the hardware, we provide uh, everything around so the developer can get fast time to market. And we provide the extensive unique uh, SDK, so a software development kit, which is uh, the same for all of our devices. So we use one SDK to create application with all of our devices. So you can combine a cellular device with a Bluetooth low energy device to make a gateway, for example, and uh, use the same SDK. 
And we provide the extensive software and also hardware tools and world-class support with our interactive learning platform and our support forum. And of course, extensive partner program where Onomondo is part of that because they create a big benefit for our customers with their solutions. And of course, we have life cycle services through our NREF cloud, which is very important for devices that are going to stay in the field for uh, 10 to 15 years where you need firmware updates or location services, etc. But now over to the technical part uh, around power consumption. So in seller IoT, you have uh, two main known uh, seller uh, power saving techniques. And one of them is power saving mode. And the other one is uh, EDRX. You have some other options as well. But uh, uh, for this presentation, I'm going to talk mostly about EDRX because it's really an extended DRX where you get the benefit of using a soft SIM. So in this graph here, you actually see a kind of typical uh, LTE event where the device sends some data in the beginning, stays in RC connected mode, and then the modem goes into RC idle. And in this RC idle mode, you can actually uh, use EDRX to have the device uh, wake up and listen to the network if there are some incoming messages or any pings. And then if there isn't anything, it will go back to uh, idle and uh, do another cycle again to see if there's something incoming. And you can request this timer for a network uh, depending on uh, the latency you want to have on your application and also the power saving you would get uh, when you extend this, uh, this uh, interval. And if you want to save even more current consumption, you can use power saving mode. And this uh, means that uh, the device uh, goes into deep sleep and uh, do not wake up to listen to the network. Uh, it actually stays synchronized with the network. In the case uh, when the device wakes up, it will not need to renegotiate with the network and set up a new connection. It will still be registered to the network. And this is usable for devices that are going to sleep for a long time and you have, for example, an alarm, then you can wake up and send some data. Uh, the device is not reachable when in power saving mode. So if you need to have uh, the opportunity to, to reach your device from, from the network, you would use EDRX in most cases. You can use either or, or combine these two techniques for uh, saving power consumption. And this uh, picture here just takes it uh, one step further to look into the details uh, of the things. Uh, we start with the network and sim synchronization uh, when the device wakes up and try to connect to the network. Uh, you do a RC setup for the first time with the network to set up the connection. And in this example, we just send a small packet of uh, UDP packet of 64 kilobytes, uh, and then uh, it will go to uh, RC idle mode after that. But in between RC idle mode, it needs to stay in this RC inactivity timer where you have something called CDRX, connected DRX. And this can be short or long depending on the network you're on. This is the, dependent on the network. And for this uh, LT event, you can actually see that uh, uh, takes 60% of the whole complete charge of the event itself. So it's a big part of this uh, event. Um, and after that, you go into EDRX, uh, which uh, is uh, dependent on what you put at the active timer. So you can, uh, you can request to have a long timer or a short timer, depending on the latency that you want in your, in your device. But it's actually in this CDRX events 
and IDRX events where you get the benefits from uh, using a soft SIM. Because in between these uh, spikes, the SIM card itself need to stay in something called clock stop mode. And uh, this is typical for uh, physical SIM cards. And uh, SIM cards uh, was not designed to be low power in the beginning. They were meant to be used for cell phone with big batteries. But when you are using IoT devices that needs uh, and that, that are very constrained on battery life and you want to have as long battery life as possible, uh, physical SIM cards uh, really uh, hurts the power consumption. Because our device itself, the 9160, for example, used 2.7 microamps in, uh, in, uh, in power saving mode, while a SIM card uh, is only required to use under 100 microamps. So that's tenfold of the uh, current consumption. So uh, you can imagine that uh, you're just burning a lot of current consumption with using a physical SIM card in these uh, events here. And that's uh, something we have tested with different SIM cards, also the soft SIM. So what we did was to take a, a 9160 development kit and we uh, measured with the power profiling kit two while running a UDP sample in our SDK. So this is open so anyone can reuse this and test this themselves. Uh, but we measured the SIM cards in this clock stop mode in between the CDRX events and also the EDRX uh, events. And we can see that uh, for physical SIMs, you get a huge uh, current consumption average in both these uh, events uh, compared to a soft SIM. So we tried many different operators and uh, they vary differently depending on the operator. And our operator can also use different vendors for their physical SIM cards. So they can have differences between the SIM cards that they provide. So it makes things a bit complicated as you would imagine. And um, so in the worst case we found was this operator J at the bottom here with 57 microamps uh, for CDRX average current and also 60 microamps for IDRX average current. While for a soft SIM, you get only four microamps in CDRX events uh, average and also 3.3 uh, uh, microamps in the EDRX average. So that's a big difference if a big, big difference if you are going to have a device that uh, stays often in this RC idle mode. You will save a lot of current consumption and you can extend the battery life uh, many, many times. So just some uh, key takeaways from our uh, measurements here is that if you're developing an application, uh, let's say an asset tracker or a smart meter that uh, will stay in this RC idle mode for a long time using EDRX uh, as a power saving technique, you will save a lot of current consumption using a soft SIM compared to a physical SIM. Uh, you can extend the battery life uh, four to six times depending uh, on your applications and how uh, often you are in this RC idle mode. So that means you can either have lower battery cost or uh, even smaller size uh, compared to using a physical SIM. So that means you get a more sustainable product. So yeah, uh, at the end here, I want to show a video that we did uh, with a demonstration uh, of the live measurements. And after that, uh, Michael will take over and do some key takeaways. In NREF Connect SDK version 2.5, we introduced the software SIM interface through our modem library for the first time. 
which means that you can run software sims on our NRF91 series. The first company to support this feature on our devices is Onomondo. Their soft sim solution is now commercially available and anyone that wants to test this can do it now. Just google NRF9160 soft sim and the top page should bring you to Onomondo's landing page. There you can get a free trial of the soft sim and read the guide on how to initialize it on our NRF91 series. We are now going to look at a quick comparison of running our UDP sample on our NRF9160 DK, where the device will wake up, send a UDP packet and then the modem goes into RC idle mode, and then into extended DRX intervals listening to the network. It's an EDRX where you really see the benefits of using a soft sim. Let's look at the measurements when using a physical sim card. It is in between these EDRX intervals where the physical sim goes into something called clock stop mode. For physical sims, they can use quite a lot of current consumption in this idle mode. We can see that the average current consumption between the paging time windows are 60 microamps. Let's now test with Onomondo's soft sim. Here we can see a big difference between the paging time windows. Now we can see that the average current consumption is 4.4 microamps. That is a 92% reduction in current consumption when using a soft sim. Whether you are looking into reducing cost, size of the final design or reducing power consumption, try out a software based sim in your next NRF91 project. Thanks a lot, Martin. Um, so, key takeaways just to wrap things up uh, before uh, before we go into uh, to Q and A. So, um, as Martin uh, pointed out, uh, we've done we've done quite a bit of testing here um, on uh, on the um, uh, combination of uh, of Nordic's uh, ability to uh, to really be uh, uh, power mindful and uh, and as well on um, on the soft sim side here. Um, we uh, we believe this is uh, this is uh, really a uh, an enabler of a lot of uh, miniaturization or um, or stability improvements for uh, for for many different kind of use cases. Um, typically, the ones with uh, longer lifetimes and uh, and more efficiency uh, requiring use cases. Um, and uh, and as uh, as we as we also started out. Um, the um, the soft sim here uh, and the combination with Nordic is commercially available today. Uh, we uh, we will enable uh, more and more um, uh, chipsets and designs and vendors on this solution. And so, if you want to uh, to stay updated on that, uh, you can. Um, there will be a, a little bit of a pop up, and you can uh, you can sign up for for news as uh, as that work uh, is is ongoing. Um, but uh, but today uh, we think this is really a um, a cool combination of two companies really focusing on uh, on the same thing here uh, and have achieved um, uh, quite a a significant uh, step in that regard. Um, so I think we've uh, with that we've uh, we've reached um, close to the end. Uh, so I see that there's a um, there's a few questions popping in here. Um, uh, Wang Yi, you're uh, you're you're referring to um, to the feature that uh, reduces the power consumption. I think the main driver here 
uh, is really that uh, SoftSim in itself is reaping the benefits of the uh, of the um, architecture of the device itself. So we, with a soft SIM, while we are reducing or removing, I should say, the hardware element of a SIM, the dedicated hardware element, we're really removing a lot of overhead uh, from the, uh, you can say, uh, uh, traditional architecture. Uh, and so that means that uh, the soft SIM is, uh, is, is not uh, reliant on any kind of um, uh, SIM specific hardware architecture, which is really reducing the footprint of, uh, of the uh, idle mode uh, power consumption here. Um, uh, Raphael, you're uh, asking on the, uh, the lifetime increase. Um, so this will obviously depend on the use case as uh, use cases with which sits uh, with uh, like very active transmitting use cases. Uh, will sit less proportionately less in uh, in these um, uh, idle modes uh, and therefore uh, probably reap less proportionately the benefits of that. Um, these uh, the, the the setup where uh, where these um, uh, oh I get a little cue here I should uh, read out the questions before that's probably a good idea. So Raphael, your question is how can lifetime increase uh, four to six times? Uh, uh, only reducing f 50 microamps with most of the micro uh, amp range. Uh, power consumption is on uh, TRX uh, uh, and, and other processes on the device. Um, for that, uh, I think the, the conclusion here is that, that especially for the uh, use cases that sit long time in these power save modes, um, will reap the biggest proportional benefit uh, of these uh, of these optimizations um, these are typically <clears throat> various forms of trackers uh, meters uh, various infrastructure uh, elements where uh, it could be alarm systems that sort of uh, boot up and uh, and transmit or listen uh, and and react on transmissions from the outside network um, but uh, but but uh, more rarely than uh, you can say um, any kind of other uh, active surveillance uh, solutions or anything like that. Um, so typically these use cases are the more um, the reactive use cases, or they are transmitting in a in a scarcer pattern. Um, then maybe Martin, one for you, uh, Alf, uh, Alf's question on uh, on relevancy for uh, for other. Uh, yes, yeah. I don't know. If, uh, so Alf asked a question: Is this only relevant for EDRX extended DRX? Uh, we don't utilize EDRX. We only utilize uh, power saving mode. Uh, what will be in it for us? Um, we are now using our MFF2 eSIM chip. So for power saving mode, uh, the modem usually shuts down the supply to the SIM card, the physical SIM card automatically. I think this uh, time limit is two minutes. Uh, so uh, under two minutes, I guess you would see a benefit of using a, a SIM card with using power saving mode. But uh, as, as we've shown in our uh, measurements and uh, what we have found out, it's really in EDRX where you get the big benefit of using a soft SIM. Yeah. Um... Then 
Jan Willem, you, uh, you're asking, is there any indication on when SimCom modems will be able to use SoftSims? Um, so uh, SimCom is another uh, announced partnership of ours that uh, that is uh, in the works. Um, we will uh, we'll be able to reach out to you uh, directly on uh, on on on, uh, on indications there, but but that is definitely one of the next ones in line uh, that we're working on. And uh, and uh, if you're not already signed up, uh, uh, please sign up for for the news on that. Uh, that will be very relevant, it seems. Um, good, I think. Uh, let me just quickly browse through. Um, then uh, the last one, I, I, it seems, uh, Florian, uh, how much overhead does the soft sim add to the size of the firmware? Uh, Martin, is that uh, one for you as well? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> I can answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we, we'll surely be able to get back uh, on that one. Um, that is, yeah, uh, that is one where I need... I think uh, I'll for sure need to uh, to ask a friend, but it's a uh, it's it's a um, it's a very lean setup. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure, um, as it's also a, a very obviously very um, constrained environment uh, that we're operating in. Uh, but um, but uh, Florent will uh, will will make sure to uh, to get back to you on that uh, with a precise answer. Okay, I think that is uh, close to um, to the end here. Yeah? Um, with that, then I will uh, say uh, thank you a lot, uh, Martin, for uh, for sharing these uh, these findings and uh, and teeing this up. Um, this is um, this is surely uh, a very very. Uh, oh, is there another prop question from Robert? Um, yeah, and then there's the um, uh, plans for a Quicktel. Uh, Robert asks if there are any plans for uh, for Quicktel BG95 and BG773. Um, yes, there there is, and uh, we'll also be uh, be able to um, to share that uh, along the way um, if you uh, sign up for news, and we'll also be able to get back to you after this webinar. Um, but with that, I think we should uh, prepare to uh, to wrap it up. So uh, thanks a lot for 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 all the questions. Uh, thank you to you, Martin. Um, I think this is uh, this is really the, the the start of good things to come. To come, uh, I think we've uh, we've covered really really promising ground together, and uh, and I can't wait to see the solutions that this will uh, that this will enable. Um, so uh, so thank you, Martin. Thank you. It's been really and, good. Uh, and thanks to uh, to everybody tuning in. Uh, we'll uh, we'll follow up uh, after the webinar for uh, for all the comments and and presentations uh, requests for that, and uh, and be sure to um, to uh, yeah to uh, follow up with that. Thank you a lot. Have a good day. You've been listening to Made for IoT. Never miss another episode by following us wherever you get your podcasts. For full transcripts and slides, visit the link in the show notes or onamondo.com.